RPG for You and Me presents a special Patreon series. Join us in Pantheon Mythos. Third floor, parking garage, Olera, night. The streets are lit with a soft yellow glow, but up here, we can see the light filtering between the very dark silhouettes of the parking garage proper. What does your vehicle look like, Allie? My vehicle currently, it looks like an SUV that should have more plating on it, like there are connectors to have armor, but they're suspiciously not there, and it's kind of beat up. The instructions for Medusa and Dodgy were that you're going to meet a third contact, a third agent who's wearing a red hat. So you are wearing a red hat right now. <laughs> what? <Allie. laughs> what, what? You can do whatever you want after Take they show up. Take my character agency. I am, yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's what you were instructed. What do you actually do? She put the hat on top of the car. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Technically. Can't, can't be seen with that, right? Can't be seen with that. I think <laughs> her headband, it's like kind of red, but okay, that's, she would never. That's good. How do you agents approach this third agent who is your point of contact? You possibly presume because they're not actually wearing the red hat. She's kind of next door. She's <laughs> sitting on top of the car. Gotcha. Her legs are dangling a little bit. She's got high-waisted jean shorts and a crop top. And like, it looks like a satchel made of thick burlap. It would be hard not to tell how many freckles this lady has. She's like 70% freckle. <laughs> When do you think the last time our characters would have seen each other would be? Have you been to Olera since she left? Like in the past three or four years? Yeah, I imagine she would go for various jobs. I'm sure there are people with some very expensive pets that need somebody to come and watch them for a weekend or something. Especially all the cats. Cats, yeah. That's <laughs> the luxury pets. What are these demon creatures? Too rich for my blood. <laughs> I'm just imagining these two pets sitting, just smoking weed on the couch. <laughs> they come back oh, and they're absolutely. like, why does it smell like this? That's the uh, the cat pee. It, cat they pee. had an accident. I don't know why it smells so bad. You should really take him to a vet, man. <laughs> the pet is just torn up like the trash can and everything like that. They're <laughs> oh, they're really sneaky quiet. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've hung out a couple times. Okay, wonderful. Then I will approach... Have we worked a job before? Maybe this is the first one. Maybe we've yeah. been like peripheral to jobs before. I like that. Yeah, there hasn't been one that really matched our skill sets up. Mm -hmm. We hadn't really given it the old college try yet. Soma's been scrolling, looking for a good fit. <laughs> and she hopes that you're one of the silhouettes that's approaching. <laughs> Zola steps up with that sort of mannerism of seeing somebody that you recognize where you sort of crouch down and Put your hand over your eyes and look out there like, is that you? Well, is that you? I mean, I don't know who else it would be. It sounds like you. And you you sound like you. Well, I think we're and all then, good then. <laughs> and then she just runs over. Gives her a hug, hops down off the SUV. Not in that order. That <laughs> <laughs> would be arms. more difficult. Yeah, there could be some leaping into arms. Maybe falling into arms like... <laughs> <laughs> just trips on something a little bit. How often is it that I'm early to something? Well, you are the one with the car. I still could have been late. Uh, okay, that's fair. I almost was, so count your lucky stars. I mean, you have been late to meeting me at your own house before, so I guess well, I was doing the bar's shit. not that high. I like the idea that she's leaning in the shadows, just watching this whole thing <laughs> down, doing the typical <laughs> rogue thing. And they start talking about her. Been uh, here for like two hours already. <laughs> So what do you know about this third, uh, what, Dodgy? I know that they took the job. Well, they work very hard to make sure you don't know much. And then she steps out. Oh my God. Soma looks actively startled. 
It's hard to tell really what her face looks like because she's wearing a very ornate looking half mask. It's almost like a black polymer material with gold leafing across it. What you can see of her face is very much covered with almost Kyoshi Warrior styled makeup. Her hair is jet black up in two buns, yet it still has a braided almost ponytail coming down the back. The only real detail you can get of her face is her piercing emerald green eyes. Anyone who knows her knows she's mixed ancestry human Vel. However, she appears to be pretty much 100% human. As she walks out of the shadows, she's doing that walk where she knows she's hot shit, walking towards them. That's pretty dodgy of you. <laughs> well, I see you two know each other already. Yeah, we're pals. We go back. Beautiful. I might point out, she's short. Tiny How short. short. Like 5'2 short. Oh my god. How tall is Hara? Hara? I think she's like 5'6. Okay. Oh my... I'm the tallest. Medusa is 5'9". Ooh, my god. What gosh. a spread. Yowza. We get a faraway shot from outside of the parking garage again. Lights on the outside, dark silhouettes on the inside with these three figures standing in triangular formation against the backdrop of this dark fan silhouette as well. So I'm going to be 100% honest. I did boost this and we should probably get out of here. Oh, God. Yeah, all right. Let's hop in. She sort of goes like she's gonna try and slide across and then just d stop short and does not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Making dodgy go around. <laughs> is, there an, is there another door on the opposite side? What? It's a car. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's a special van. You boosted. Oh. It's a piece of shit. You said. But I said it's an SUV, so oh, okay. they All generally right. have the four doors. All right. That's fair. Yeah. It was specially made with only one side. <laughs> Why would they do this? <laughs> But yes, Zola gets into the back seat. Dodgy Medusa is making you walk around to the opposite side of the van. She does raise an eyebrow at that, looking at Zola, and then immediately looks to the hunk of rust and garbage that this vehicle is in her eyes. Can I roll a notice to see if if Hara sees the, the, the look of... She's not hiding her disgust in the slightest. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll one just for me. <laughs> Just really want to roll dice. Huh? I just want to see if I'm going to crit fail my first one. Okay, let's you might be so gonna high. Set the tone. I didn't, but I did fail. So, bodes well. Let's <laughs> nice. go. She does let her a and then goes to the other side of the vehicle and gets in. Yeah, the pollen's pretty uh, egregious today. So, you might want to clear your nose with another snort before we get going. And she tries to undo the stick shift from what she left it in, but it's not a stick shift. It's just a, it's an automatic. She doesn't drive cars a lot. Oh, God. She can steal him. She just does not drive. Yeah, not well. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you guys start driving. It's probably like, let me ask you this, Allie. Are you driving there? Are you driving to a waterfront or what? We're driving to a waterfront. Okay. A dock that's like half an hour outside. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Medusa is sat in the middle seat in the back, arms sort of to the side of each of the front seats. She just says, too dodgy. So what's your introduction do you have like a selling sheet for yourself daji would look at medusa selling points let's see hmm. thief that's about all you need to know for this operation did you steal anything cool though oh of course everything like everything that you're wearing oh no of course not but or just conceptually everything what do you think i carry the things i steal on me I mean, at some point, you'd, you'd have to, right? Like, when you're leaving with them? Yes, but then I stash it away. I don't... Never mind. <laughs> Everything <laughs> Hara is wearing, she's stolen. <laughs> she looks down at herself and then jerks the wheel back onto the interstate. In the stolen car. <laughs> yeah. In the stolen car. She's yeah. irascible. The interstates, um, I mean, they're clean for driving. Like every so often there's some debris that you can't get past or they've only cleared like one lane of the road or something like that. And the roads are clearly rough and weather-worn after a long time of disrepair, but they have spent some amount of time and effort to try to like clean up the surrounding area of Alera. But given that you guys are going to the coast where there's like only kind of a small dock there, it's still a little bumpy, still a little rough, so... Half an hour's drive is is probably not quite the same distance as it would be in our world. Plenty of crap to see, though. What kind of crap? 
garbage and oh, junk okay. and broken <laughs> things and crap, you know? Very just little just crap. crap. Just a whole bunch of crap. Medusa points out the window at just some pillar of trash. Oh, that one's my favorite. What about it? It's just so tall, you know? Like, how, how do you think the person threw up that last piece on top of that? You know, I never thought about somebody actually having to move it, but probably at great speed. Oh, yeah, yeah. As Medusa is talking about this, Daji is just acting entirely uninterested. And then the point of how do you think they got the last piece up there? And that's immediate attention drawn. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> hmm. Hikers pass by here and climb up it just to see how tall they can add their mark, you know? What are those called on trails? Is it like a Karen where they like mm. stack up stones? A Karen, yeah. Yeah. It's a road Karen. <laughs> Road Karen. Garbage Karen. Ah, the garbage Karen. <laughs> nice. It's trash. It's trash. <laughs> Tara's just fiddling with the radio dial, looking for a station. Is there anything on the news? Roll me a d6. A one. A one. It's the worst thing you could have out here. Damn. Hmm. Fire tornado spotted. <laughs> it's coming through crackly here as you're starting to like head out the city. It's a local DJ interviewing a gentleman named Riley Plugman, a local entertainment personality. You're only catching snippets. Mm -hmm. They're just like, Well, Riley, it's, it's really wonderful to have you here in the office today. We, we know you're very busy. And then he cuts back and... And cuts back out and back in a few times and then fizzles as you continue driving your way to the coast. Good reception. She says, <laughs> as she pulls are out you, of the stand of trees. <laughs> are you hearing something? I'm never mind. I'm not hearing anything. So, but you gotta kind of disseminate through the, you know. Sometimes you get to make up your own story, and that's even better. Oh boy! Cut. <laughs> we find ourselves on the coast. Allie, what is the dock like? Where are you guys? It's a hidden little dock. It's hidden away. It looks like it was handcrafted for this purpose, where it's in a little grove of trees with some high rocks around it. But next to the dock is a fucking fan boat. I don't know if it has a proper name, but that's what she's going to call it. Fan boats, air boats. Yeah. It's kind of the same yeah. general category. It looks like it was cobbled together from an industrial fan and just a regular ass fishing boat. It's kind of back heavy, but when everybody's in it, it kind of balances out. She puts her hands on her hips real proud. This little fuck is going to go so fast. Smacks roof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd give it about a 40-60 on that uh, turning out to be the case. Like miles per hour? Y yeah. I'm sure you fixed it up perfectly. Let's just get this over with. Please tell me there's seatbelts. Um... I could. Please. But uh, there are definitely things you could construct. There are seatbelts. Thank you. Thank you. I did get life vests, though. I'm starting to think being strapped into this thing would be more of a hindrance. Oh, no. You might be right. Oh, no. No. She says pulling the ripcord. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me another d6. Oh, no. <laughs> A two. A two. That's how many times it takes pulling it. Oh, that's not bad. Hey. Impressive. The boat sputters to life. The engine coughs as a black plume expels itself out the back end and drifts up. But then after a couple of sputters and bangs, it's uh, it seems to be running relatively smoothly. Yeah. The She'll do all right. Starts to slowly spool. You don't want to get on before it spools up because it doesn't break well. Medusa scampers in real fast. Hara runs back from the car. She's not even on it yet, but she's got extra gas cans. <laughs> she hooks them at her two companions. Medusa's getting ready to shout, like, do you need help with... And just, like, gets clonked with a gas can. Daji is in the middle of doing a double take with the boat and the car. You can see the what-have-I-gotten-myself-into look in her face. <laughs> but what a savings, right? What a savings. <laughs> what a savings. She does clumsily catch the gas can. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes. A meager thumbs up from that you can see lift up from the floor of the boat. Hara, I'm springing this on you now because oh, I forgot about it. Okay. 
<laughs> because you're the driver, you were also provided with a small like hollow communicator that is meant to very briefly allow you guys to communicate directly with the person who gave you the job. Like a little Obi-Wan guy's gonna pop out? Basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Sick. The instructions to you were, use this when you're all together and en route, basically. She sits down in her little captain's chair and is starting to, like, steer it away. And she hands the communicator to Daji. If you want to click that and we can all, like, gather around. I just can't hold it because I gotta, you know, steer. Right, right. She does take it and looks at it like, finally, something that I know is going to work. <laughs> and she does whatever was told. Yeah, there's a button on there. You press it and it glows and thrums to life in your hand. I like the idea that, like, we press the button to contact them and all they hear is just the loud-ass fan lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can take a Benny for that because that was the first joke I was going to make. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Excellent. Well done. And everybody take an additional Benny just for, like, the opening oh RP. This has been oh, good. Boy. We got good vibes going. I love it. I have five. Oh, boy. Yeah, dude, I'm very frivolous with giving out Bennies because... I don't like being stingy with resources. Bennies are ultimately like what makes the game cycle. And if you guys have bennies, you're more likely to use them on stuff that you care about. And it also means that I can like not pull punches on you when things do get difficult. So there's probably like 10 to 15 seconds of nothing before a slot on the hollow communicator opens up and a small hologram projection of a man appears. Well, you presume it's a man based on the stature, but their face is covered by a very basic motorcycle armor helmet, and you're seeing them from the waist up. Hmm. So they pause and they look around at all three of you. You can hear there's some sort of sound coming, but over the fan, it doesn't come through. And then he looks confused for a second and then touches something off screen. And then it comes through a lot, a lot louder so that you can all hear. Uh, that's better. I thought you were going to contact me before you were on the water, but that's fine. I didn't have the communicator, so... Understood. It was provided to your driver, or your motor, as it were. Welcome. First, you have my thanks for accepting this job. I thought this would be a passing opportunity for you to ask any last-minute questions before approaching your destination, but to be honest, this is a very open-ended contract, so I'm open to ideas and possibilities. Yes. What kind of security are we looking at here? Security. If you're not familiar with the resort and spa, it's generally controlled by one of the old tribe families that settled down there after the Zadars took over. They're currently known as the Mist Whispers. Uh, they're known for being quiet, stealthy. They have eyes and ears all over the resort. Mostly it's just a travel destination that people can go to, but they do also rent or lease it out for private functions, which is what they're doing now. They're serious, but they like business. They can potentially be bought or won over, but if you don't buy or win them over, they will jealously guard everything they have, especially their rich clientele. No, that shouldn't be a problem. That's what I like to hear. Anything else? Daji looks around. Well, anybody? I know what I need to know. Are we going to need to worry about smuggling in weapons? Do you think that'll be easy? It depends on how you arrive there and how you choose to gain entry. If you buy your way in or charm your way in, then it, you might be able to get away with more. But uh, if you sneak your way in and someone accosts or apprehends you, then you might be in more trouble. But you're not expected to be completely defenseless while there, but most of the clientele is upper crust. They're richer, so they don't typically need to carry their own weapons on the premises. And if they have personal bodyguards, which they might, and they usually keep more to themselves, but you can certainly expect the Mist Whispers to be armed when necessary. All right. Uh, I've got a feeling about Daji, too. I think she's got us covered. The camera would look over at Daji, and it looks like she is almost entirely unarmed, but she does give a wink. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. I do have a question. Is there anything you want planted on somebody for incrimination at a later date? Any specific targets? Hmm. Specific targets. Well, you really can't go wrong here. I would be happy with any general mayhem you can cause. Any days that you can ruin anyone who walks away not a satisfied customer is going to be of benefit. And if you create enough waves, we'll say, I'll be happy and consider the contract fulfilled. Keep an eye out. There is a Zadar 
Nambus and Zadar is supposed to be on the premises. He's lower tier, not very important, but the Zadars are connected and influential, so it's not to be overlooked. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> not suspicious hmm. at <laughs> And Medusa knows your last name, right? Pro- probably? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, then she gives you a little nudge like, is, is that your cousin? Oh, is to say, really? Well, this just keeps getting more and more interesting. Aside from that, if there was one individual that I would love to see have just a terrible, terrible time, it would be Luca Bartholomew. She's just the worst. That should be easy enough. So, items going missing, casual mayhem, is that what we're causing? I'd say that's a reasonable way to uh, describe this particular outing. I don't need you to get anything specific for me from the auction, but if the items happen to go missing, and you don't wish to keep them yourselves, I'm sure I could assist you in finding buyers, or potentially trading them for other valuable resources or future opportunities, depending on what you're interested in. Oh, I'm sure I'll have that handled. Off to a good start. Well, that's all I had. Anyone else? Anything? I'm all set. I'm ready to start this excruciatingly loud transit. Oh, I got one more. What is this Luca person? What's something they absolutely hate? Losing? Having their appearance besmirched? She's very preoccupied with her appearance. You got it, boss. Good. Oh, Medusa. Yeah? Are you familiar with a creature known as the Penisette? If you would like to make me an appropriate knowledge roll, such as either common knowledge or maybe science or something else that you could pitch me if you're using common knowledge, it's probably at like a minus one for you. You're you're an animal person, so I think you'd have a better chance at knowing this. I always forget that science is a thing, so all I do have is common knowledge, but I believe in it. Yeah, I try to at least make the more peripheral skills valuable or i'm very i'm a pretty permissive gm so like if you have a skill that you feel could be applicable or could be related to any given situation pitch it to me and tell me what your idea is and how it might apply and i'll usually be cool with it and apply you know an associated penalty or whatever the only other one i could think of would be survival if it's something that maybe i had actually encountered in the wild before. oh yeah that that's actually a really good one if you have survival i'd let you sub that too nice i'll do it go go oh that's two threes i'm gonna benny <laughs> <laughs> clickety clack four blows up into a three that is a seven with a basic success you would know that pinnacets are basically like dolphin seal dogs <laughs> They look like seals, except they have four legs, similar to a dog, and they have like rubbery dolphin skin, either shades of leopard seal to gray, more like dolphin. They do have a little dolphin tail. They have blowholes on top, and they also have blowholes on all four of their feet. (gasps) Basically, they can like absorb and pressurize water to expel it so that they can hover and fly around for brief Yes. That's exactly what I was hoping. That That's amazing. Very so cool, cool and also very horrifying. So, <laughs> so, cool. <laughs> so uh, they also have very long tongues, which they can also make come out their blowhole on top. Oh, huh? oh, I don't like that. <laughs> That's so cursed. I love it. So yeah, he asks you if you're familiar with the creature. Yeah, I've I've seen. I mean, at least one. Good. Then you're already a little familiar with them. The mist whispers keep some around. Some of them are trained, some of them are feral. They can be dangerous. Just keep an eye out. I think your skill set will come in very useful as far as that's concerned. Yeah, they're they're all just little guys in the end. Yes. Well, some of them not not quite as little. Just be prepared. At heart. Of course. Is there anything I'll need to know about these? She said that too, Medusa. Do you like water? Explain, please. Well, they might splash you. Like, are we, are we saying they'll just splash or like fire hose levels of splash? Well, somewhere between those two. Oh boy. But they're just little guys. They, you know, if, if you have something, 
to feed them or throw for them. Okay, that I can use. Thank you. If none of you have any other questions, then I think we can bid adieu here. You can reach me again with the communicator if necessary, but something tells me you won't need much direction here. And of course, don't get caught. Not a problem. We are professionals. We're as slippery as pinnacets. <laughs> are they are they smooth or Well, you know, as, as slippery as aquatic creatures tend to be. Well, they're usually underwater. I don't understand the metaphor. Okay. <laughs> he pauses for a moment, watching the three of you talk. Everybody make a notice. Okay. I don't Ooh, think any of us have good notice. Uh, I'll spend one, one Benny to see if I can do a little better. Got a seven, Pickle. I got a five. Hell yeah. Oh, that's a six on my D6. Blows up. Whoa. And so it begins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's another six. Yeah. Into a five. 17. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. So all three of you, but especially Dodgy, he's watching all of you. And as you're sort of talking amongst yourself, you hear very faintly, barely audible above the fan boat. Frozen waste. Dodgy chuckles. <laughs> all right. Good luck. Silhouette winks out of existence and the hollow communicator thingy falls silent and stops humming. Well, I think that went pretty well. I think he feels really confident in us. Who wouldn't? There's another laugh. <laughs> <laughs> in character, you guys can decide how you want to approach the resort other information that would have been provided to your knowledge that you would have is it's basically like a little cove, right? So it's kind of like a horseshoe shape where like the resort and all the good stuff is right on the waterfront. So there is like a little harbor area where there are other ships. People most commonly come via ship because that way they don't have to drive through the nasty gross wasteland. And, you know, their vacation looks really nice and pretty. Some people can arrive by you know, air or flying craft, although that's generally much rarer nowadays. You don't see too much of that happening. And so you could go in directly by water, although that, you know, means you're on their radar and you would potentially have to either talk your way through that or bribe or something to that effect. Or you could pull the boat up somewhere before the resort and try to go in from the outside or any other way that you guys choose to go about this. Yeah, is there anywhere where Daji could step out of sight of any guards or anyone really it's it's a large resort so like yeah there's definitely so what i'm picturing here uh, for the resort itself is all the buildings near the waterfront are like generally quite a bit taller like not skyscrapers but if you've ever been past a beach or driven through or whatever the hotels that are on the beachfront that are like six to ten stories tall they're just like vertical to save space so that they can get as many tourists in as possible that's mostly what's here. And there are smaller amenities buildings, but a number of the tall buildings there. It's like quasi-urban. Everything here has been built up and preserved enough that it still looks like pre-zero. So yeah, there's plenty of nooks and crannies to sneak around. Uh, if you're good at climbing on shit, you could almost certainly try to find a way to climb around and not get spotted. That's another option too. Okay. Well, I do actually have a cool idea and it involves one of my adventure cards. Ooh, I love it. Oh my. Uh, I have Dress to Kill. Ooh, yes. love it. Dress to Kill, your hero dresses up, is on for the night, or is otherwise far more attractive or personable than usual. Uh, you add a plus two to persuasion rolls for the duration of the current scene. Excellent. I would consider that to be like, if, if you're using this with the intent of trying to like talk your way in or bluff your way in or anything like that, then that would last you like while you're into the resort area for sure. I would say in theme of the card, she would pull up almost like a case or a bag or something out of the boat that you might not have noticed that she was bringing with her, steps off to the side, and when she steps back in, she is in a much more nice-looking outfit. She's dressed for the occasion. Probably more of a dress of sorts, still of her style. It's probably a black dress with golden leafing and such. Does it have a slit up for one leg? Of course. Of course. Yeah. All good dresses do. Doki doki. <laughs> dodgy dodgy. <laughs> dodgy dodgy. <laughs> nice. Allie, take a penny. I was Thank about you. to say, I thought she gets a penny for that. <laughs> that's, that's really good, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
She's wearing that dress. It's a golden leaf dress. She's no longer wearing the mask or the makeup or anything like that. She's wearing what looks like a chained belt and two sets of the full knuckle rings. Every finger has a knuckle ring on it. Ooh. Cool. Well, I'm ready. I think you're going to stick out if you stick with us. That's the idea. I'm not going to stick with you, of course. Yeah, I figured. We could be your valets. Eh? She looks at the fancy outfit she's wearing, and she looks at what they showed up. <laughs> well, I can just, like, get this again in anywhere. And Medusa's in, like, kind of a sundress. Looks like we're beaching it. We, maybe we can get in, like, under the dock or something. If they don't let us in the front. I can probably get in the front. We could always take some clothes from the staff. That's actually not a bad idea. She looks genuinely surprised when she says that wasn't a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Harapreens. I'm sure we could get an in out by the break door. Some of them might be out there to relieve some stress, smoke something. Maybe we show up with your go bag. I've always got it. Oh, I know. It's a go bag. You've got to have it. I got to go. be ready to go. Exactly. So let's go. It's in the name. <laughs> Out of character, do we have any way of contacting each other? Like any kind of comms or anything? Phones in our world, of course, work based on cell towers and satellites and things like that. And I think the same principle is followed here. Although cell reception is very spotty if you're not like close to a city. But given that this is like an affluent resort, I think they probably have their own coverage. So yeah, you guys can definitely like communicate with one another using phones, or if you have earpieces, that's fine. I'm when the gonna... satellite is right overhead, <laughs> the reception's great. Yeah. You gotta time it, right? Yeah. You wait for it to orbit, and he's like, now we have 20 minutes of excellent Barbie, reception. Barbie, Barbie, Barbie. <laughs> the closer and closer we get, Medusa's just looking at her phone. My god, this is this is the most reception I've had in months. I can look up so many animal facts. <laughs> oh. If you have any good ones, let me know. Right. I, I don't even know which ones to look at. Oh, There's so many. Right. Anyways. <laughs> so what are you going to do up there with all the fancy people? Talk my way in. Probably see what I can see up there and see what's worth disappearing. <laughs> so like when you go into a place, do you tend to use like the charm or like? That's my preferred method, but I, I can I can be sneaky if I need to. Okay. Hara's going to focus really hard. Just gonna cast boost trait persuasion. Oh boy. <laughs> mm, nice. So do you remember how boost trait works? Yeah. Generally speaking. It's a time thing, right? It's duration five, and I abstract that in like in combat and out of combat stuff. So like I usually say if it's out of combat and it's not like a broken thing, duration five is like five minutes. So if you cast it instead of like 30 seconds or whatever the fuck it would be in combat. So five minutes. And then you do have the choice to continue to renew it at the end of the duration and pay more power points. I have 15 whole points. It doesn't limit you to being at a certain range to do that. So just so you're aware of how yeah. it would function mechanically in terms of like time and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I would love to, before Dodgy goes in, cast that on her. Okay. So you guys are still on the airboat fanboat, blazing your way down the coast the resort starts to loom in the distance there. There is a pier, you know, just for like fishing. There's some shops and stuff there. As you guys get closer, you would know that the closer you get, the more visible you are. So just depending on if you're trying to like navigate in in a sneaky way so they don't see you, then that would be something you have to like actually do versus like going in the front and just trying to all bullshit your way through it. So I believe the plan was we get you two some staffing outfits, correct? If they're easy enough to get, and they should be. Yeah, it sounds like our best in. There has to be someone taking a smoke break or something. Is there anybody on the dock that we can see? As you guys get closer, then there are people milling about on the dock, but the people out there, it's probably a mix of occasional employees, but just people who are there at the resort. Okay. And it's not like heavily populated. It's a little sparse right now. 
because you guys do know that this is one of those private functions where mm. it's like an invitation auction where people can buy tickets to come here to go to the auction. So it does kind of filter out some of the general vacation goers, but not wholly. Gotcha. The docks have a lot of smaller shops. And then as you get further inland to like the hotel resort proper, that's where like the resort employees would generally be. It depends on what you're trying to get, right? If yeah. you want something that's going to make you blend in for the whole time versus if you're trying to get an outfit that makes you look like one of the gang members, hmm. which could also be possible. I'm open to how you guys want to go about this. The main thing right now is, are you approaching visibly right. so that people will see you coming and you might no, have to like deal with people? we should duck into some trees, a nice little yeah. cove of palm trees or something. Maybe there's somewhere we can look for for where people would enter for repairs. I mean, this looks like a repair boat, let's be honest. That's actually a really good idea because it does, it could use some so I could get some while we're here and then it'll be good to go. As we're stepping into this cove of trees, Daji's pulling up the seams of her dress to make sure it doesn't get caught on anything. <laughs> She's like, you do not want to get caught in that. I wish I would have known we were stepping into here before I put this on. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great though. Well, thank you. I mean, we can turn around again. You can switch back and then switch back again later if you want. I guess. <laughs> no, that seems too trite. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> too convoluted. Yes. Well, let me let me look up. Uh, can I pull up my phone to see if there's a repair shop? Sure. For boats. Do me an internet. I think we use common knowledge for mm -hmm. internet search. Yeah. Right? Use, use your common knowledge. She doesn't have good Google foo, so. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh my God, today she does. That's a 10. There is a repair shop that's like right on the pier where you guys expected that it would be. It's got nice open area for people to pull in with the understanding that people's boats will go on the fritz sometimes and need some repairs. Yeah. We could head over here. It's, it's like right there. It's super easy. Oddly enough, that's actually the name of the ship. It's the SS Fritz. <laughs> Don't name my ship the Fritz. <laughs> that's so mean. The opposite of the Titanic, the SS definitely sinkable. <laughs> <laughs> I've never named her. You look back and see Medusa in the back of the boat with a sharpie. <laughs> Don't! A permanent marker just scrawling in SS Fritz. That's okay. It's only legal if it's on the outside. That's fine. Oh, so I should put it on the outside? No! <laughs> she says with big worried eyes. I mean, we should be sailing legally, shouldn't we? Dashi's behind her giving her a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I see the logic in that. Yeah, we should probably should have a name for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this rubs off. We can change it later. She rubs at it and it does not. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard if you do a dry erase marker over it, it fixes it. I really thought it'll this was the dry erase marker. It'll eventually, it'll eventually come off, right? Maybe. I mean, I got some of these tattoos with marker ink, so she gestures at her <laughs> swath of triangle tattoos. They're artfully done, but maybe they're slowly poisoning her. Who knows? That sounds... That sounds insanely unsanitary. <laughs> well, I mean, they like... Uh, they lit a match under the needle. It's fine. <laughs> Oh boy. You guys are uh, on the docks right now, right? You've you've pulled up. Where are we right now? We hopped back into the boat and started puttering to the repair shop. Okay, so we're not there. Extra putters, you Extra know. Putters. She didn't quite start at 100% this time to make it sound worse than it is. Gotcha. <laughs> so we putter. How's the ocean today in the cove? Is it choppy? Is it low tide? Is it high tide? What are we working with here? Let's see. Ezra and Nakoda, if you could both roll me a d4, please. It does not blow up. Just a d4. That's four. And that's a one. Gotcha. Opposite sides. It's it's a little choppy. It's not like dangerous, but as you guys have gotten closer to the resort, it's definitely picked up more. And then as you're getting closer, you see that there are some like bigger boats moving in and out that are creating more waves that are sort of buoying you guys because you're in a very small craft. There's a pretty wide swath of boats here, like a lot of smaller, nothing like a rowboat, like it's more like speed boats. There's some yachts, whole bunch of yachts. There's like one smaller cruise ship, but it is definitely a cruise ship. But they always make sure that like the center of the harbor is like free and clear. So it's not too clogged. It looks like it's pretty well organized. 
But yeah, you guys are bouncing a little bit on the waves. The splash is getting on your, your clothing every so often. But it's only salt, right? And a little salt never hurt anybody. Close up of Hara's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely great for this dress. The brine is authentic. It's like you've been on a, a skiff all day. Because I have. Oh, you think this is the skiff? What's... Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> She's flattered. <laughs> so y'all are riding your airboat fanboat into the like little harbor proper and you're going to this repair shop, right? Yeah. So you pull in, you know, like nobody rides up and accosts you or anything. There's a little dock where you can moor your ship and tether it up there. Sorry, no. Ship is a very generous descriptor at this point. It's accurate. <laughs> yeah. It has proven to float. <laughs> it has. It's it's doing at least one part of the job very well. <laughs> you guys are able to tether yourselves there. Nobody really looks twice at you aside from when Dodgy gets off looking fucking dressed to kill like a million bucks off of this shitty little airboat that's making really loud noises. And with the two of you who are dressed like not necessarily shabby, Ara, but um, not quite as nice as Dodgy. <laughs> Listen, uh, she, her vibe is boho. Thank you. Boho? That, yeah. Is that a, what does that mean? Bohemian. Oh, okay. You said that like oh, it's something I... I should already know about. I, I figure you've been on Pinterest before. <laughs> not, not the right spaces. I really thought you were just spoonerizing hobo. <laughs> no, it's like a whole fucking, it's like, it's like, it's kind of just like a beach style, you know, it's. Oh, wow. So not to say you're not accurate, but... <laughs> not accurate. Yeah. Uh, Ezra, take a Benny for using the word spoonerizing, which is wonderful and I love. <laughs> Hell yeah. So you pull up on the dock here and some of the like slightly nicer looking rich people glance at you as they pass, but of course don't, don't stop and enjoy your presence or company. And one of the shop fronts right along the pier here is called the Mariner's Wrench. And sure as hell, it's got a boat on it and a wrench on the boat. It is not a very creative shop sign. It's good, though. It gets the point across. <laughs> it does. It's, it's very direct about what you might be going to them for. She actually secures it at the dock with a big chain and a bike lock. <laughs> what do you chain it to? Like what? Like a post or something. <laughs> what do you chain it to on the airboat? Oh, on the airboat? Yeah, like where do you slip this chain on There's an airboat? There's like a hastily welded metal loop right on the front. Nice. It's just a rust hole that she chains through. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody has fire powers they just like melt the front and it's jam It's structurally sound. Nice. <laughs> Alright, Ali, correct me if any of this doesn't sound like it would be a part of the boat, but as Medusa goes to get out, she thinks, oh, I should go check the glove compartment and make sure that I, nobody can steal anything from there. <laughs> And she, <laughs> up by where you were piloting, there's like fresh out of a van, just a dashboard, like glove compartment. Oh, uh, yeah. Just, just, just <laughs> somehow affixed. Yep. And she cracks it open to see what's in there. And there's just like a crusty little captain's hat. Why, why didn't you wear this on the way over? Because like, I didn't want to mess up my hair before we went to do a thing. It's already messed up. It, I messed it up purposefully. It's called, you know, like, style or something. <laughs> Again, the camera pans over to the, <laughs> the woman in just the utterly <laughs> She's dripping style. <laughs> mm hmm <laughs> So you guys are uh, chatting down on the dock next to the airboat. The part of the dock that you're on on the pier right now is, like, one level beneath the pier proper. There's a set of wooden stairs that takes you up to the actual pier. A shadow looms above you. It's a lady with short clip, like vibrantly red hair. She's wearing a tank top. She's definitely got some oil and junk on her. She's wearing some cargo pants, work boots, uh, and she's got a glove on her left hand and then just a tool belt. And she has a serious expression and her eyebrows are furrowed as she looks down at you. You got a tiny craft. It, Tiny's kind of like a state of mind. It is busted, though. Can you help? Uh, yeah, sure. She wanders around the stairs and clomps her way down. She's chewing gum, so just like with mouth open, just very like... Uh. 
as she's chomping on the gum, Daji just gives that physically just, ugh, face. <laughs> just hate that noise. She does that, and uh, the lady just smirks without looking at you. <laughs> she's just looking over the boat, and she says, yeah, I can see it's kind of um, in rough shape here. You didn't come all the way on this thing, right? They just bring you from your fancy cruise ship or whatever. Uh, more or less. Did you guys write the name on the outside? Uh, the SS Fritz? Hara would not have stopped <laughs> Zola. In which case, yes. The uh, SS Fritz. It's affectionate. Mm. It's fitting. Fitting, yes. Affectionate, also yes. So, um, what seems to be the problem? Uh, most of it. Okay, you want me to sink it for you? <laughs> well, I mean, like, my grandpa gave it to me. Do you want me to sink it for him? No. All right. What's, what's <laughs> going on? Heirloom. Uh, the fan doesn't really like to start, but then sometimes it starts too much. And All right. Well, um, maybe you should have, like, called it the heirloom. The yeah. SS heirloom. You know, A-I-R. Anyway. That would have been hilarious. Oh, because it's an airboat. I get it. Yeah. I'll just uh, add that onto your bill. Bad for puns? I mean, it's good. You said you liked it, so it's intellectual property. You got something charged for it. This lady knows. I mean, <laughs> she's dressed fancy, so I imagine she's uh, she knows what she's doing. I'm dressed fancy. Hmm. So than uh, usual. yeah. So uh, you are you gonna be staying at the resort there? That was the plan. Hmm. Is there like a check-in desk? Yeah, further down the pier. Cool. You just go that way, and I'm sure somebody will find you and help you out. Nice. Do I? Do you need a deposit? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got. Okay. You gotta pay some up front. All here. right. A little. We call it, it a, a rider or a retainer. Is it based on the the vehicle? Do we get a discount? That's an excellent question. She looks between the two of you with just unmoving expression. Are you? trying to convince her that you should get a discount? Yeah, can I can I, pers- can I support <laughs> support uh, Zola's yeah. persuade? You can, yeah. Just very coyly. Daji is not helping in the slightest <laughs> right <laughs> da- I love it. Daji, who is literally dressed to kill right now, is yeah. not helping. But it's also in character if you're the, the rich person here and it's not your thing. So. Okay, so if I'm rolling a persuasion to support Zola's persuade, mm-hmm. Can I roll again if I have charismatic? I would say yeah. Fuck yeah. That was a five. Nice. I, well, uh, I'll They're let it ride. It's all fives. I'll let it ride this time, but there there is a separate oh, is. edge specifically for that. But like this is still persuasion, it so I think it I think it applies. Plus one for you, Shakes. Oh, that one fell off. <gasps> all right, that was a four with the plus one five. Well, seeing as uh, not all of you are the usual stock around here and. This is a much smaller job. I'm sure we can work something out. I would really appreciate that. She looks so soulful. <laughs> her her big old yellow eyes. Yeah, just uh, leave me the keys and the deposit, and we'll we'll go from there. There are no keys. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, all right. So I'll figure it out. It's like a she makes a ripcord motion and then looks for her wallet. Nice. Should I make a wealth roll? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Anyone who wants to help can, but Allie, nope. you're the you're the boat person <laughs> what here. What is so. my starting wealth roll? Uh, my wealth dies in D6. It's right? a D6 unless you have an edge to bump it up or down. I do not. Yeah. Oh, I blew up both of them. Business has been good. It's an eleven. So you got a success with a raise, so it doesn't affect your current wealth. Can I pay uh, you in drugs? <laughs> <laughs> With the amount that you guys are able to, like, talk her down based on the the very sad circumstances that you find yourselves in, as well as uh, business being a good for Hara, doesn't make a dent in anything. So there's a quick exchange with her. She gives you, like, a ticket stub, kind of like a valet parking ticket, just to remind her and you of, like, what lot your ship is. But it's also, like, you look around and there's a few cookie cutter, like, speedboats or yachts that all kind of look the same. And then there's... <clears throat> I'll take it. Seems fair. Yep. And uh, she sends you on your way. 
Oh, um, my name is Morris. If you need anything, you got it, Morris. I'm Hara. Nice to meet you. Yeah, sure. She's gonna be my best friend. When Hara gives her real name, Dashi just eyebrow goes up. Like, <laughs> should you have done that? <laughs> D4 smarts, baby. <laughs> She's so earnest. Hey, you let you let her talk. You didn't help. So, you know. No, no. She wanted to You're see how it turned out. So. No, I love it. It's great. What was this place's name? The Boat Wrench? Mariner's Wrench. Damn. The Boat Wrench. It's <laughs> <laughs> just straightforward. Ah, boat nice. Wrench. There you go. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this special posting of the first episode of Pantheon Mythos. We had a ton of fun recording this, and I had so much fun editing it that next week, I'm actually just going to post the second episode of this on the main feed as well, just to give you a little bit of taste of that full first session. All the goodness wrapped up right there, just for you. Big thank you to our cast, being Ezra as Medusa, Nakoda as Daji, myself as Hara, <laughs> and our lovely GM, Kira. Music this week was by Crockett and Marcus D., Crockett you can find at Crockett80s on Twitter and Crockett.Bandcamp.com. Marcus D you can find at Marcus D on Twitter and at MarcusD.net. If you want to hear more what these uh, Pantheon scamps are up to, we will very shortly have more on our Patreon, which you can find at Patreon.com slash RPG for you and me. And while we're talking about Patreon, golly, I'd love to say thank you to our patrons. Thank you so much to Chase. Valentine, Ezra, Nakoda, and Jackie. And thank you also to Caleb Sunstead, Zach, Ben Hatton, Paxton, Gerald, Alex, Davriel, and Ellis. Thank y'all so much for the support. It means the world, especially during when we are on hiatus in the main feed. It's always really important to me to keep a steady flow of new things on the Patreon feed, regardless for y'all. Because we love you, and we want you to have fun stuff to listen to. Savage Worlds was created by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. And we will see you next week with the second episode of Pantheon Mythos. Stay tuned. Oh, with Twitter uh, circling the drain for seemingly the thousandth time in the past several months, uh, we've started a Facebook page for the show just to keep out there for y'all that are still using Facebook. I'll pop the link in the description. See you there.